Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is Today. Now, this is the Simplistic Views podcast, and you're listening to Corey Barons. Today on the podcast, I have Jacob Smith, who is an e-commerce web designer and digital marketer. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show, Corey. Dude, it's always great to have a good friend. If you all don't know, Jacob Smith and I, we uh, were roommates at one point in our lives. Uh, we went to college together. And we graduated the same year together. And Jacob Smith was the speaker at our commencement. So actually, it's kind of funny that you bring that up. That was one year ago today. That was one year ago. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. I was like, whoa, dude, it's been a wild year. Seriously, time flies. 2020 has been fucking insane. Yeah, (laughs) it has been really nuts. All right, Jacob. So um, I know I introduced you as a digital marketer and e-commerce web designer, but... Tell the audience, what do you do? Yeah. Um, So I work for a company called Fresh Fuel Marketing. We specialize in the food and beverage industry, and I build e-commerce websites and do other various digital marketing tasks. Um, I graduated in 2019 with my man, Corey, here. Um, And today I'm living in Phoenix, Arizona, a long way from home back in Des Moines, Iowa. And I also have a coffee startup called Locally, locally.com, if y'all want to check it out. Awesome. Well, we'll get that into that later on. I want to ask you, what is your favorite thing about digital marketing? Yeah. So my favorite thing about digital marketing is that everybody can be a digital marketer. It's something that is easy to learn, difficult to master, and gives you an opportunity to connect with anybody in the world. Um, I also like the challenge of trying to connect people with new products and services to things that they already want. And I think digital marketing is a great opportunity for small businesses to do that, big businesses, agencies, individuals, and it's kind of what holds the world together. It's very true. It's kind of like the glue to the entire sales process of the internet, it seems like. Um, can you talk a little bit more about like what you do specifically in like web design and then stuff like that for e-commerce? Yeah. So for our agency and my startup, the main thing that I do is I build e-commerce optimized websites, which I'll talk about in just a little bit. Uh, but I build on a few different platforms that being Shopify, WordPress, Squarespace, Wix. Uh, I'm not technically a designer or a developer in either one of those senses, but my strength is more building out the user experience and creating websites that look good and make the conversion process easy for anyone that visits the site. Um, I also do a bunch of other random stuff like running social media, sending out emails, email automation, marketing automation, paid ads, all that good stuff. Okay, so let me ask you one question. When people get into your into your space professionally what is one thing that they do wrong that you see all the time yeah so the biggest thing is that most people fail to realize when they're starting as a digital marketer is the most important thing if you're selling e-commerce is to think about the sales funnel now what i mean by the sales funnel is uh you want to warm people up to your brand to your content and to your message, because it's really hard to sell cold. So what that might look like is, 
let's say you're just scrolling on Facebook and you come across an ad of a company you've never heard on heard of before, and they're immediately asking you to buy some expensive product, let's say a hundred dollar pack of grilling provisions. Um, you've never heard of this company. You don't trust them. You don't know anything about them. And they're immediately asking you to open up your wallet. Um, and I, I would say as a digital marketer that that's a considerate or that that's a conversion ad that is reaching somebody that should be at the awareness stage. Because in the sales funnel, it usually goes, the top of the funnel is awareness. You're just becoming aware of a company. And then the second stage would be interest. So it's like, you've heard of a company and you might be interested in purchasing from them, but you need just a little bit more information and want to make that decision yourself. And then the conversion stage is at the bottom of the sales funnel. And at that stage, you're, um, you're warmed up to the company, you know about it, you have information about your products and that's the moment when you're ready to buy. So when you're starting with digital marketing, you have to, become educated about what the sales funnel is. Think about what messages are reaching your customers at different times in their buyer's journey and match up that messaging accordingly. And that's number one thing that I've seen people do. And they, they waste money on ads. They're not reaching people with the right messaging and they end up alienating future customers. That's a perfect way to put it. That's, I mean, that's one of the things that I see I mean, I'm not really like deep in the digital, like in the digital marketing role, I'm more on the video creation side. Um, but, you know, I can relate it to my, even myself in, in my own sales process when I'm trying to like talk with, uh, with clients and stuff like that, you know, it, it'd be, it'd be hard to like say like, hi client, you've never, or hi potential client, you've never heard of me before. I want a hundred dollars. Can I have a hundred dollars? And they're like, ah. yeah. And just think like, what if this was happening to you in person? Like you were just walking down the street and somebody approaches you randomly, kind of like we were when we were in China a year ago. And there were people just like walking down the street and they walk up to you with a product and they're at asking you to pay for it immediately. You don't know the person, you don't know anything about the product and they're asking you to take out your wallet. And that's the same mistake that a lot of people make on these digital platforms they assume that because you know they're trying to optimize for conversions that's not usually the best approach to take uh you got to warm people up yeah i can imagine so jacob smith uh you mentioned that uh we went to to china a few minutes ago can you divulge some information about that oh for sure this man and I, we went as a delegation to the Shanghai Jiangxi International University in Shanghai, China, March 2019. It was an awesome trip. Um, flights paid. We, played, we paid for our hotel room. Lots of great food, lots of culture. But my favorite part, I think, was the underground counterfeit market. This market was, it, it was at a subway stop randomly just in the middle of downtown Shanghai and what you did at this underground market was you go to all these vendors that have all this counterfeit merchandise sorry streetwear peeps um yeah you're not sorry, gonna guys. like it what well, nah. we did we didn't resell anything okay exactly yeah but Corey 
tell them what you got because <laughs> oh my god this man so i went up to this vendor and uh basically i saw a pair of yeezys and yeezys are some really cool hype beast shoes uh, or streetwear shoes that uh, i have a few friends that have them um they look comfortable so i'm like all right might as well buy some um and you know they're fake obviously but i think yeah honestly i think that a lot of fake merchandise like is kind of similar to the real product i don't know um but anyway so the guy wanted 120 dollars for these shoes and i'm like there's no way that i'm paying full price you know of of, of this you know what he's saying like I, I think those shoes retail for like three or four hundred dollars or five hundred i'm not even sure but i know they're expensive and so i'm like no nope, no nah, i'm not gonna do that dude like there's no way i'm gonna spend 120 dollars on a fake pair of yeezys um so i'm like all right i'll bargain down to like seven oh no what was it no i bargained down to no no i no i'm pretty sure you offered the lowest possible amount you felt like you could yeah. before they told you to go yourself. exactly yeah so i offered the lowest amount i could like i thought i could like, whatever he's never gonna accept this offer um mm -hmm. and he and uh he didn't but i think i haggled down and i was relentless like i i, I was like i was like we have no deal i'm out of here and i just left and then, yeah yeah and you just and walked, walked away. away from it you know thinking that he'd be like running after me like oh yeah sure whatever and he didn't but when i came back around he, he was watching me so i'm like you know if, if how about 40 dollars i'll give you 40 dollars for these shoes cash money right now um yes cash money right now that is the thing to say if you ever find yourself in the exactly. subway market he's like sure whatever <laughs> And so, I, yeah, I think I ended up, yeah, I think it was like 30 or $40 I bought these shoes for. Uh, to be completely honest, these fake Yeezys were probably one of the greatest shoes I have ever worn, the most comfortable shoe I have ever worn in my entire life. Um, so, like, even though they're fake, like, whatever, they're still really comfortable. Um, so that's my story on on haggling down in a, in a Chinese market. Okay, so... You know, we got back from China. We're now back in the United States. Um, I don't think at that time you were doing any work for Fresh Fuel, right? No. Um, okay. Yeah, because I started at this agency before it was an agency in August 2019, kind of as an internship during my last part of the senior year. Okay. And then what were you doing during that time? So I started out doing marketing for my friend Trevor's podcast. And eventually that turned into a full-time job running Facebook ads for a car dealership in Pennsylvania and working on Facebook ads for a Russian mobile app. Um, and, and I, Oh, really? Tell me more about the Russian mobile app. Are you able to talk about that? It, it was, it was pretty bad. We, we, we fell apart with that company pretty quickly. Um, and we just had a couple clients. Um, but the big kicker was in March 2020 at our agency, um, right after the pandemic started, we were doing work for this car these car dealerships in Pennsylvania. And then I think I remember the exact day. It was March 19th, 2020, when Pennsylvania closed all non-essential businesses. And... At that point, it was like, oh, crap. Well, it looks like I'm out of a job. They're our biggest client. Um, we had to completely like retool, revamp things. Um, 
And it was a rough couple months after that because when your client closes and they're not paying you anymore, um, then you know you're in deep it. Yeah, you got to kind of recalibrate. And it sounds like you guys recalibrated. Yeah. So what we did then, uh, after talking to a mutual friend that I met during one of my internships, we started doing work for a bunch of food and beverage brands. We already had one client that was an energy bar company out of Ireland. And then we started doing work for a grilling provisions company and a luxury juice company and a bunch of other food related brands. So that's how we transformed from old, pretty much unnamed agency into fresh fuel marketing with a focus on food and beverage. Hey man, you got to start somewhere. And it sounds like, I mean, it, from what it sounds like, and uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but you guys really rose from the rubble. It sounds like, you know, everything, it was a high hopes right up here. And then there, I mean, it, it was that week in March that really just like the stock market dipped down to the lowest levels it had ever been, you know, in recent history. And like, you know, like just everything was hit in the wall. Like it was bad. And, uh, but it sounds like you guys were able to rebound plus some. Yeah. I credit a lot of it to my boss, Trevor. He, uh, was a great mentor during that really difficult time. And a lot of what he did is what has kept us afloat and continuing to be doing work and, and making an impact. So in addition, you've also gotten started into a sort of startup with a coffee brand. Is that right? Just scrolling the internet, seeing what people were up to. I ran into two guys from high school that were working on this coffee company and I like coffee as much as the next guy. Uh, and you know, they needed some help with Facebook ads. And I was like, well, maybe that person can be me. So we jumped on a zoom call and we talked just a little bit. I met with one of them for coffee at our local shop in our hometown and then kind of got involved working with them, running Facebook ads, running social media. Um, it's a coffee subscription company called locally L O K O L Y. And it's kind of just gone from there. Um, I knew that I wanted to do e-commerce because it's the area that I'm working in. And there's something really freeing about doing work for yourself as opposed to just being part of somebody else's project. I want to break out on my own at some point. Smith, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I appreciate you being a friend being a mentor, being someone that I look up to, someone that I love. And uh, I just want to thank you for being on the podcast, man. I appreciate it. Peace, y'all.